Hey and welcome to Rise of the Savvy Souls, the podcast where we talk all things spirituality, healing and inner transformation. I'm your host, Sarah Flynn, spiritual growth and transformation coach, speaker and mentor, here to help you as you awaken to your soul purpose, activate your divine gifts and elevate into your goddess power. I am so excited you are here and I know that it's no coincidence that our paths have crossed. So with that in mind, let's jump straight in to this week's episode. Hey girls and welcome back to another episode of Rise of the Savvy Souls. I'm so excited to share with you today's amazing, incredible guest. I have with me here the lovely Raquel Vasayo, and she is a number one best-selling author of the book Spiritual Seductress. She's an international speaker, a mystic artist, and a spiritual advisor to female visionaries and leaders. She is a master catalyst for profound spiritual fulfillment, unapologetic self-expression, and reaching one's iconic work in the world. And I'm so excited, Raquel, because... We've been brought together somehow and we're just having a little pre-discussion before this podcast and realizing we actually have so much in common. So welcome and thank you for being here. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm so delighted to get to spend this time with you and talk to your audience. Yeah, I'm really excited as well. So we were... Yeah, like I said, just having a little pre-discussion um, prior to, to hit and record on this podcast. And it's crazy how the universe aligns you with people who have very similar backgrounds and similar things when it comes into the, the spiritual path, I guess. And so obviously you're doing incredible work in the world right now. And we'll definitely, I can't wait to share with my audience all of the incredible work that you are doing. Um, but I would love it if you would, would share with us a little bit of your backstory. I love knowing, you know, what brought you onto this path? You know, what did life look like before spirituality, I guess? And, and how did you even get to this place today? Mm, yeah. Well, back in uh, 2008, I was an architect living in New York and uh, now thinking I had it all figured out. <laughs> I was, you know, I, I always uh, was a very hardworking, high achieving person. You know, I graduated number one in my class and then I went to an Ivy League school and then I worked for these star architects and I thought, you know, well, I have it, you know, I have everything I want. I'm living in New York and living the life, right? And then one day on my way home from work at an intersection, uh, yeah, I was crossing the street and a woman ran, ran a light. And uh, I had a near-death experience. I should have not survived being run over by a car and flying in the air. Um, but obviously, uh, Spirit had a different plan for me. And after that car accident, basically all my channels opened up and I became clairvoyant and I learned how to use the gift. Um, I became a spiritual healer at the time. But I have to tell you, Sarah, it was not easy. <laughs> I'm sure you can relate to this because you're talking about, you know, having a similar background to mine and is that you know you come from this world and you know whether you're in corporate or working for a company and all of a sudden you know I was hit 
you know, this in this really big way. And all this opened up this woo world that I didn't really know much about. I mean, I had been meditating and on a spiritual path probably since I was 18, 19 years old. And I think at the time I was around 30. Um, but this more esoteric piece of, you know, being clairvoyant and connecting to spirit guides and, and a lot of the actually a big clear audience piece opened up for me. I could not wrap my mind around it. And especially because I didn't have people in my life to talk about it with that much. So it took me several years to, to really accept it and really come out of the spiritual closet and own these, these gifts that were basically awakened in me. Wow. That's pretty incredible. I've had this conversation with a lady on my podcast before where, you know, you you've been run over you're, you're you know you're you're clearly in a place of recovery and to the physical this looks like something you know this is really bad and all of these things and of course it is it is yeah it is all, <laughs> it's definitely bad we're not going to take that away from it but at the same time there's divine reason for why you needed to be you know sat down put still in your place so that you could take your focus off, I guess, that busy, I imagine, lifestyle being an architect in the middle of New York, I imagine, you know, and this is where we have things in common, because I came from that construction corporate world as well. Very masculine, very, you know, target driven and got to meet deadlines. And oh, my goodness, yes, all of the things. And then here you are, sat down or you know recovering but at the same time really activating your gifts which is the 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 divine of it all but yeah tell us a little bit more then about obviously not having the the people around you as you were activating in this way um what did that look like in the in the process over time, you know, how were you getting used to all of this? Who came into your life that really began to help you navigate your way through this time? Yeah, I'm, I'm so glad that you asked me this question because for anyone that's listening and might be going through this, it's so important to know that you're actually not alone, even if it, it feels like it. Um, and also to know that you know, you don't have to be run over by a car to get on your spiritual path and get on your purpose. It's really about listening to little taps and the little whispers that the universe is, is giving to you. Um, so now I know that in, in retrospect, and it's, it's really interesting because even though I wasn't seeking out work um, or marketing myself as a spiritual healer for this esoteric work, I was actually hiding behind I became a yoga instructor. You know, when I quit my job as an architect, I became a yoga instructor and then I became a health coach. And I was actually a pioneer in Spain because I started corporate yoga there. And we were working with amazing companies that you wouldn't even imagine, like McDonald's and Sony Pictures and Paramount. And and then a transition more into like energy work that we were doing. But I was hiding I was giving to them what I thought they needed because it was a corporate world and it was what I felt comfortable with, let's say. And somehow, even though I was a marketing, like I was saying, people were still coming to me for the esoteric work. So that was telling me something. But I have to tell you, something else happened um, with my body and I had a cyst in my ovary. 
and this was five years after the car accident and I knew my body was giving me a sign of something when they told me you have to have surgery right away I said no give me three months I'm gonna meditate I'm gonna get quiet and after a month of meditating the message came through like crystal clear that my purpose here was to help women discover their purpose and step into it. Because one thing is knowing what it is and another thing is actually saying yes to it. And from that moment, not only did the um, cyst shrink down to a third of the size and I avoided the surgery, but for the first time I would start going to networking events and calling myself a spiritual healer. And in that moment, my business was online at the time, everything just took off like fireworks. People were signing up to do sessions with me. I mean, I would be booked online. I wasn't, seemed like I wasn't doing much, but what I was doing, what happened is I was saying yes to my purpose. And so then my vibration changed and the universe said yes to my yes, mm. right? And so then more people that were in the spiritual world started showing up in my life. So it's all very interesting because what ended up happening is the way you and I have met is that when you start to say yes, to honor who you really are, the truth of who you really are, your vibration changes. You're on a different frequency and you become like a beacon of light so that other people that either need to work with you or need to connect with you, can actually find you because your light is on now. It's shining, right? Yeah. Before it was like I was just keeping it to myself because I was so scared about what people would think about me. Mm. And I think that is so important to, to do that work and to continue to do that work as you grow, to shed all those impositions that we put on ourselves and, and those fears around what other people will think about, especially when you're on the spiritual path, because it's a very different path. Mm, oh my gosh, I'm getting chills again at just like your path and, and then thinking about my path and also like my clients' paths. I see so many synchronicities, like we're totally meant to be having this conversation. What was interesting to me about that then was um, how your body giving you the sign just so happened to be linked to your womb area and reproductive area. Yes. <laughs> I've had the same thing where like I, I was prior to this, um, I was coaching and I was helping women and I was, you know, helping them step into their purpose, but I was so scared to be so openly spiritual. So I was kind of hiding behind business coach, transformation coach. Oh, yes. You know, like <laughs> all of the things. And what happened with you in regards to your body as well? Like I had similar things with um, reproductive health that really forced me to sit down and get quiet and go through that whole process of womb activation and womb healing and stripping back anything that wasn't my truth to reveal the true depths of actually this is who I am. And so it, do you think there's a link there with it being something about us standing in our truth to do with the womb work and, and the way it shows yes. up there? I'm so glad that you brought that up. No one has ever asked me about this. and I, it's, it's a really important thing to talk about because the womb is not just for birthing babies. Mm -hmm. It's for birthing creations 
into the world, the creations that are on purpose with your soul's design, right? So if you're not on purpose, no wonder something will show up in your reproductive system because you're not birthing what you came here to do. Of course, if, if you're in a toxic, abusive relationship, a lot of things can also show up in that reproductive area because it's your very most feminine area, right? Um, but it is so important to, to talk about that and to connect to womb energy, um, to bring, you know, whether it's your purpose, a new business, a book, a podcast, whatever it is that you feel called to, to, to bring into the world because not only is that creative energy there, it's in that, that second chakra, but also we are actually connected to the bigger creative energies through the, through the womb. Mm. And that is part of our amazing power as women. <laughs> so yeah. we, we have to use it and we have to take care of our bodies in, mm. in very specific ways. Yeah. Yeah, it's so fascinating. That, and, and it really is because you think, whoa, I'm, I'm having challenges or a health issue at the moment. But it's, it's in that insight of knowing, hold on, this is trying to communicate something with me. Um, and I very much went into the space that you went into of like, well, hold on a minute, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get quiet, I'm gonna get still and I'm gonna find out what this is. Um, and it really was that it really was, you know, let's strip back, there's a bigger vision for you to create and birth into the world. And whilst you're hiding, you can't do it. So right. you yeah, cannot at all. You know, it's interesting, because af after I had that incident with that cyst, I, I wrote an article on Mind Body Green. You know, this was I think this was back in 2013 maybe um yeah five years after my accident and i remember that the article was titled how finding my purpose healed me because it was by getting quiet and doing the opposite of what we think we should do which is we always think we have to be producing an outcome right of some sort being productive it was about, no, okay, I'm going to keep on working with what I have, but I'm not going to focus on marketing or bringing new business. I'm just going to keep it really low key so that I have a lot of space that I was able to receive that message. And by receiving the message and saying yes to it, to my purpose, my body got healed. And so it's not just that my business took off. It's not just that I became who I'm truly meant to be, but avoiding surgery. I mean, that's huge as well. Right. Mm, the power of the power of alignment for it all like mind <laughs> body soul and business yeah this is this is all super interesting so what happened from there then because I know that you got really quiet and then you said yes to your highest purpose tell us what happened next for you what unfolded mm. yeah so for several years at that time I was working with women who we're coming basically from, from the corporate world, but they were feeling this inkling and this itch inside that there's something different for me. And they were basically starting to dabble in all things spiritual. Like, and they're wondering why they're so interested in this, whether they're interested in crystals or oracle cards, or they're called to do a yoga a teacher training course. Like all these things start to show up in their life that, they weren't interested in before and what happened what's happening for them is really that the spiritual gifts are starting to awaken they're being shown a new path 
but they don't know what all this really means. And so um, I developed, you know, it's a, part of it was training and then I channeled my own protocol to actually help women discover their purpose because our soul has a design and there's 12 different um, soul design patterns, right? That we can have some have all of them activated. Maybe you only have one activated. So I was doing these readings that would basically lay all the cards out on the table and everything would start to make sense to them as why am I interested in this? And even why did I choose this career that there's a reason for it that brought me to this moment. And now it's time to combine all of my earthly, let's call them expertise with these new spiritual gifts. So those readings were not just about information, but truly about transformation because an activation would happen where one of their four clairs would open up as well so that they start to receive information. And I was helping them get out of corporate and start their own spiritual businesses. And I felt it was such a blessing to get to do that work and help women do what they really came here to do because we need all of you to, to, to live your purpose. And not only that, but when you live your purpose, you are happier, you are healthier, you live a more abundant life, all of it comes together. So that, that was the first phase. So I'll yeah. stop there before I talk about the next phase. Yeah, I, I, see you, I see you like you're, you're saying yes, 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 all this makes sense. Wow, it's super interesting because, um, so we work pretty much with a very similar kind of woman and, that transition between, um, you know, leaving a job or leaving your, your earthly job. I love the way that you put that and it's all divine. We were meant to do it for good reason. Um, but then really helping them with the confidence to, to transition into the, let's say non earthly talents that they have or gifts and, and activating their clairs and activating their gifts and really making sense of that because that can be a confusing time as well. Um, you know, I've got a client who she, she channels higher consciousness vocally that just activated within her like two months ago. Mm. She's been very like confused about this since it happened because it's like, it's overwhelming, you know, the things that are happening. Um, But helping your, helping your clients obviously make sense of these things that are activating and how they can then go and use these gifts to go and to go and share that with the world. I think that's such a divine blessing. I know that you had your own kind of um, activation and something that activated within you. Um, I'd love for you to share more about what that was in regards to the, the art that you create and, and how did, how did that come about and how did you start making sense of that? Yeah, it's, um, it's interesting because the more that you say yes to the gifts that are given to you, and obviously there's a whole phase like we were just talking about of making sense of this, right? Because your mind does want to understand what all this is. And I think it's really important to say that it's important to understand pieces of it, but your mind is too small to actually understand the greatness of the gifts. So it, it's really easy for the mind to get in the way. So the work is more about getting yourself out of the way and saying yes and saying yes, right? Um, and so what, what happened for me is that um, 
in 2016, um, I started, so I'm mostly like your client. I'm mostly clear audience, right? So when I work with clients, just all this information just comes through. We need to record it because it's sometimes really fast and I don't even remember all the details sometimes. But in 2016, I started channeling these images that seemed completely unrelated to my work. And I thought, what does this have to do with anything? I thought I had my purpose figured out. Like I had already done the work we were just talking about. Everything was going well. And all of a sudden, something new was coming through. And the reason why it was really challenging for me was because the images that I was channeling were actually about me using my body as art. So, um, you know, I know you just did an episode on healing the wounded feminine, right? And I think it's really important to, to talk about this because I had a lot of images and stereotypes about what a woman should be, what a woman should look like, how she should quote unquote show expose her body and these images that were coming through basically were clashing with my whole belief system and so I remember working with you know I've worked with coaches probably since I can't even remember 2011 maybe because I realized I had these gifts but I don't know how to run a business I don't really know how to use all the gifts, right? So I, I, I've invested a lot in, in hiring coaches to, to help me along the path. There's no way I would be where I am right now without that help. And so my coach at the time said to me, but Raquel, what is your problem with this? <laughs> and I said, well, it's to me. I, I, I don't want to show me, right? As, and he said, but this is what you're being called to do. It's none of your business. Your only business is to say yes. So I had to actually hire a different coach and we were doing a lot of work about overcoming this, this, this um, belief conflict that was coming up. So I was able to let all that go. I was able to start doing these photo shoots where I was being, like I said, I was channeling how I was painting my body and putting myself in different locations. The very first photo shoot I do, it did was actually at the beach where I used to live. Um, and Immediately after, I was told, you need to do an art show with these photographs. Because first I thought, okay, I'll do these photographs, but I'll do them for me. Nobody needs to see them, right? So I finally, I, I, and everything just fell into place. A gallery saw my photographs. They said, we want to do a solo show. I mean, this is the, the very first time I'm, I'm, I'm showing up as an artist, right? All these people come to the opening and of course, I had to really prepare myself to set the ego aside so that I could be standing at that opening and have people look at these photographs and not care if they had any criticism about it. And also when I take on all the, you know, the, the nice things that they would say about it, because my only job was really to just be a channel of this work. And I didn't know what all this was about. I'm, I'm sharing all this background because I think it's important for the listeners to hear that not everything has to have a logical reason. That your only thing is to say yes. So after I did that show at the gallery, all of a sudden, my life and business were on fireworks. Like it started to show up everywhere with new clients, obviously my bank account, calling in a partner, 
just relation like me new people that were coming into my life that were really like in my vibe same vibration same consciousness you know and I, so then my architect brain kicked in and said put the brakes on hold on just one second something happened here i need to look at what caused this so i traced back the steps of what created so much let's call it goodness and awe and wonder in my life um Oh, by the way, I channeled a book too, the book that you were talking about at the beginning that became a bestseller. So this, this is all happening at the same time. Mm. And I traced back the steps and I realized that the steps, the very first step was me saying yes to doing these photographs and using my body as art. And there were several steps after that. I identified five steps. And what was truly happening is that the divine feminine was coming through me with very specific teachings that started in the book that I, that I channeled and published. And then I realized, oh, I was taken through this process so that I can take women through this process. So then what's called my Creatress Activation Retreat was born from this. And now I take women in a very small group at a time because it, it's very intimate. We only do five women at a time on these creators activation retreats where they go through this very process. And these are women that have worked with many coaches. They've been on the path for many years. And I get the response, the same response from all of them, that it's the most powerful work they've ever done, that they feel so free and on top of that, they feel sexy, powerful. It shows up in their sex life. It shows up in their business. They're activating in that moment. But the ripple effect it takes, you know, it, they, they still feel it months after. And it's not about me that I'm doing something special. No, they're ready for this piece. They're ready to say yes like I did. And I'm just channeling these teachings that came through me to do this work, to activate something very specific inside of them. Wow. So much, I'm feeling so much like liberation and creation as you're saying all of that. But I, I love how, first of all, love how you were not waiting for everything to make logical sense. You just did it. I say this to my I client. wouldn't have done it. I, it really, it was very difficult for me to do it. I needed a lot of help to, to get myself to say yes. Yeah. And I, I say this to my clients all of the time I'm, and to my listeners, I'm like, it's not going to make logical sense. So stop, stop waiting for it to make sense because it's not going to, it's, it's going to make sense backwards. Like you could make sense of it looking back and reflecting. Um, but it's having that courage to say yes before it makes sense and follow that intuitive feeling. So you're just finding this feeling of you know, I'm seeing this image, I'm supposed to make art of my body, I'm just going to say yes and see where it leads. And this is where it's leading to. So yeah, do do carry on. I'm intrigued. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so fascinating, because even I've experienced and I've seen it for my clients that even my body changed after saying that yes. I mean, I've had clients that lost like 20 pounds immediately after of spiritual weight, we think it's physical weight. And so these are, these are, let's say, you know, it's nice to lose the weight, but it's, it's really about 
and that's why that name came to me creatress because it's really about embodying what it means to be a divine woman not what we think a woman is but a divine woman where you get to heal the wounded feminine in you and you also get to heal the wounded masculine in you because that's where most of us have gone to protect ourselves and to survive in this competitive patriarchal society that we live in so you get to discover what it truly means to be a divine woman and what that means like for you owning your sexuality which is a huge thing mm -hmm. Owning your spiritual gifts, your mystical powers, your the fullness of your purpose, and, and using all of that to bring clients in. Because really what happens is that this magnetic aura starts to show up. So there's a lot less pushing and efforting and trying to control. And because you're in this magnetic field, a lot more things are just are, are, are coming to you so there's just so many pieces and I discover I continue to discover because it's been four years now since that work showed up for me and how it's evolved and then how I was called to work with women at a very high level that are running seven and eight figure companies because they actually have a ripple effect right by working with them and them learning these pieces and transmitting it through their work, they're able to reach so many people. So again, it's, it's another iteration of, of saying the yes, even when you don't know the how, the how will be shown to you. Even, and I would say, especially when it seems completely outrageous. Mm -hmm. Actually, that's one of the things I teach about be outrageous because that's what gets you out of the belief system and the programming that you've been giving that's been running your life and if you're not having everything that you want in every area of your life you know that that's what's running in the background mm -hmm. um so that you actually get to be all of you and get to be fully fully self-expressed it's a completely different success paradigm it's no longer just about money and what things look like on the outside yeah. yeah, I feel you completely on all of that. That's definitely been my journey and my experience, albeit I haven't done any photo shoots or paint on my body. But just to add, just to, add to the um, weird paradigm of synchronicities, I was a body painter once upon a time. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I know, I know. As you were saying it, I'm like, oh my God, is this why I was also a body painter? Like, I guess, you know, all of it is divine. Again, it's just, it's just one of them things. But um, yeah, I, I can vouch for what you're saying, especially in regards to business, coming from a business perspective. You know, in the past when I was running my business, but not fully owning my magnetism and not fully being fully self-expressed in the way that I am now, um, business was fine, but it was harder than what it is now it's much harder right because you're in contracted energy instead of completely expansive energy yeah and, and and truly being your highest self because at the end of the day what we're talking about especially with this particular activation that i do at the retreat what i'm doing is i'm channeling i get to see actually who this woman the women that show up who they really are and although the the body paint sounds fun and all that it's actually 
a very powerful activation because they get to see in an image their God self, their goddess self, their higher self, you know, whatever word you resonate with, their true spiritual DNA, they get to see it in an image and they have a very powerful breakthrough because it's one thing to have spiritual breakthroughs and activations. And another thing is to actually see, I call her, her with a capital H that lives inside of you that's been quiet in that moment she she comes out and that's why the magnetism that we're that we're talking about mm-hmm. it, it it's it's lit up and it starts to shine pretty powerfully <laughs> but it's it's that exact hair and it's that exact you know strength and power from within that actually we've been so scared of our whole lives as well because right. of because of the way that the world is set up you know we're not taught to be fully expressed we're not taught all of these things so you know as much as it's an incredible journey to go and discover hair and step into your magnetism it's also like jumping through hoops of fear as well because it's the one thing that you've really kind of feared as well just the way that the world is set up I guess so when you say, you know, the women who show up at your retreat, like they're ready for it, there's definitely, you have to be ready for that journey. You, you, oh, and you yes. will know if you are, you will know if, if you, you know are. It, you, and, and I have to say, it's, it's, it's a, when talking about those hoops, it's a really big one. The spiritual one is a big one. But when you're starting to work with spiritual sexual energy, which is very different than earthly sexual energy, because spiritual sexual energy, going back to the womb, it's creative energy. It is the most powerful energy there is. That's why we've been taught to shut it down. That's why it's become taboo. It's quote unquote something bad or something that you give away, um, right? In, in, in a sexual encounter, that spiritual sexual energy, you use it to create and to activate what I call spiritual sexiness, where you bloom into this flower where all the, you know, the hummingbirds are coming, you know, to, to, to get nectar because basically you're stepping into your divine gift to serve. Mm-hmm. And that's how the creative energy is starting to flow through you so that you can birth and create and serve and make a difference and build a legacy and have a contribution in this, this lifetime. Wow. Exactly. And that is our, our highest divine expression to be in that state and to allow that um, merge of the, that sexual energy, the creative energy, all of the things to flow through us. But it's definitely one huge journey getting to that point um, and, and ever unfolding, but it's such a gorgeous and empowering journey as well. I'm curious to know then on your retreats, is that something that you do to help them get into their goddess self with the artwork? Is it getting them into that place of feeling safe to express their sexual creative energy? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a... It's a Obviously, I can't reveal everything that we do because I would give it away. Even though, even but even if I gave it away, you still have to be there to to have the energetic shift. Um, but it is a combination of activating their spiritual gifts, turning on the switch, unlocking their spiritual sexual energy, which is really the portal to a higher power. 
mm. taking off the mask of who they think they are so that then they can they can fully open up and 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 shed all these paradigms that have been holding them back and it's almost like if you've been walking kind of like in this tight suit right and you can only make certain moves that's really what's been happening for most of our life and all of a sudden you get to be to get you get to be you you're free to be you and of course, some people in your life won't like that because they want you to stay the way you've always been. But then new people will come into your life that honor this expression, this beautiful expression of your of your divine self, where you don't have to hold anything back anymore, where you don't have to fear what other people will think, where you get to talk about your spiritual gifts and and do your ceremony and your crystals and your oils and whatever it is that that you do or you're you're channeling like you were talking about about your client where you're you're tapping into these knowings that you don't know why you have them but but they're there Mm. wow it's so expansive it really is and something I just want to touch upon as well because this is a conversation that can come up for many clients or listeners you know when you decided to say yes to the purpose of I'm seeing this image, I'm supposed to just hate my body and I'm just going to go with it. I don't really know what it is. I don't really know where it's leading me to, right? You just did it because you had the inspired idea or download or you were feeling into that and it felt like the right next move. I get so many of my clients or listeners who are like, but I can't just do something for the sake of doing it because that's not going to earn me any money. But yet here you are just now, you know, connecting the dots. You didn't go and paint your body for money. That wasn't your intention. You painted it because you had the inspired download and you were just saying yes to the path unfolding. But what actually happened as a result and byproduct of that is that you now activate women to help them heal their feminine and express their goddess selves in retreat spaces through the very thing that you just did because you followed something that lit you up. You followed something that felt like an inspired move. And I just think it's very important to touch on that because, you know, in that moment, you didn't know at all that it would lead you to this place. And so I wanted to highlight that because there's so many people who are like, but I can't do that because that's not going to earn me money. And it's like, you don't know what path the divine is going to unfold for you. You don't know what gift is going to unfold. And certainly yours is very unique. You know, you're the first person I've spoken to who is helping women activate in this way through art. Like it's very interesting, but just to highlight you, you wouldn't have ever known that it would lead you to this place, right? Never, never. And and it happened to me again. So two years ago, two and a half years ago, I was really, really sick. And I didn't know what was going on. I was just diagnosed with adrenal fatigue, but I had a complete body breakdown. And I could not even leave the house to walk my dog and then my brain shut off. So I couldn't even read or write. And it was very devastating, not only on a personal level, because I'm an active person and basically I couldn't do anything. I was just laying at home all day. But of course it took a big hit on my business as well, right? I had to go quiet because at first I didn't even want to talk about it because I didn't know what was going on. So it was a very difficult time for me. 
And I remember it was the time around my birthday and I thought I need to do something to feel better. I don't know what it is. And all of a sudden this mandala workshop came into my radar. It's this famous mandala artist who happened to live five minutes, 10 minutes away from my house. So I signed up for the workshop. I told them my condition. They said, well, it doesn't matter, you know, go rest at home and then you come back and paint anyway. I started painting mandalas, right? Spiritual, sacred geometry. And I happened to gift one of those mandalas to the functional doctor who eventually found out what the real cause, which is a whole other conversation, but I had severe mercury um, poisoning. So when I was starting to recover, I painted this mandala for him. And he asked me, how long have you been doing this? And at that point, I think it had been only a year that I'd been painting them. And yes, I painted 20 years ago, but not this style, not, right? He said, and he said, what? And I, so what had happened is that a spiritual gift from a previous lifetime got activated through this workshop, where then I started painting these mandalas, and now I paint more, you know, it's all sacred spiritual art. Um, those paintings have become healing portals for people. I had people see those paintings and just drop into tears. Yeah. So that's, it's another example. And actually the reason why I was telling you that, sharing that story with, with the listeners is because what's transpired into my life now is that I have a studio and an office space. And so the downtime that I have now, I, I go, I paint be, between calls just for a little while, right? And then I paint more, you know, have my set times. But that allows me to get into a different side of my brain, into the feminine, into more creation. And so what happened is that my retreats are the work, the artwork that we're doing now, the creations is completely different. I feel way more creative in, in my business. I'm selling the paintings. And again, it's just another example of something that seems completely different from your purpose or from your path or from what you've done in the past. It's none of your business. Mm -hmm. I'll say it one more time. The only business you have is to say yes. We try to control everything. And though my architect is a background, I... I know this very well. That's why I teach it because I'm a control freak. We're trained to control all the details, right? Everything is planned out. I worked on really big buildings, um, like cultural institutions. And this is more about setting a foundation. You say yes, you get your mind and your ego out of the way, which are really small, and you tap into the bigger potential of the universe to show you the how. Your mind cannot show you the how. That's what we've been doing our whole life. That's why we play small. If you're ready for a big leap, a quantum leap in your life or your business, you have to start playing the bigger game of creation. And it's about co-creating. And it only comes with yes, and then more shown and more shown. Wow. 
I love that, Raquel. Like that is definitely going to be the biggest takeaway is that your only (laughs) business is to say yes. And I have absolutely loved having this conversation with you today. I could listen to you talk about all of this and I can feel so much of that empowering feminine energy just in this conversation, because this really is the, the feminine spirit with all of the creations and allowing it to bear through you and getting out of your own way to just say yes, to bring you to this point today. So I've loved having this conversation with you. I would love it if you could share with my listeners where they can find more info about you or connect with you. Yeah. Um, first of all, I've loved sharing all this with you and your wonderful questions. And um, there's a couple of ways that um, listeners can, can connect. Uh, so I have a exclusive private Facebook group where um, I teach every week and you know it's live so we get to have more more interaction and uh, obviously it's you know it's for women who are really on purpose with a you know for a big impact right so to apply to join you can go to the sacred power circle.com and you know we'd love to have you there and of course, you can also go to my website, Raquel Vasayo. I think you'll have it in the show notes so yes. that you know, no, RaquelVasayo.com. And, um, you know, there's uh, divine whispers, basically channelings and transmissions that, that come through. Um, so it's, it's good information there as well. And, and rituals that I share and mindset pieces, energetic shifts, just all the things that we need basically to support us in this ascension spiritual path that we're on. For sure. We are ascending at rapid rate right now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you so much, Raquel. Of course, to all of our listeners, all of Raquel's details are going to be in the show notes. And so you can go ahead and connect with her and go join her sacred power circle if you desire to thank you again Raquel and to anybody who is listening I hope you've really enjoyed our conversation today wherever you are in the world we're both sending you so much love and yeah a lot of love for this ascension love love and courage for your yeses (laughs) yes love and courage for your yeses we love you so much and we'll see you next time